Good morning and welcome to Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers and way more importantly is that I am here with my <laughs> fabulous co-host Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. Hey, I really do have my apron on. Just <laughs> you because really do. I know. I left the house and I thought, wow, you know, if I need something to protect my core temperature. <laughs> <laughs> it is cold and wet. Sure is. That is the combination, oh. the cold and wet, man. Mm -hmm. Hard to stay warm, hard to get warm and hard to stay warm. And um, I, I think that we are looking at, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I looked at my phone, and it seemed like like uh, going into the week it was going to be a lot better, but apparently not. I'm looking at tomorrow's forecast, and it says, chance of rain and snow showers before noon. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> two aprons. It's oh, going to be a two-apron yeah, two day. Apron. <laughs> yeah, the wool one and the flannel one. <laughs> Hey, we're uh, on the brink of tipping over into holiday season. Yeah, Thanksgiving, because um, uh, it's on its way. Yeah, <laughs> lots of holidays. I mean, yeah. you know, regardless of what you celebrate, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So uh, what are you doing special for Thanksgiving? Well, um, I do think that that turkey shortage is a real thing this year. I know I keep harping on that, but I just want you all, seven of you, to have a chance to get a frozen turkey if um, that's what you want to do this year. But I was talking to a grocery store friend, and he was saying for sure they weren't going to get any tom turkeys, the big ones, and, and just a few hens, and, and um, that's that's just really something. So I am going to do a roulade. I'm going to do... Uh, I'm going to take turkey breast tenderloins and pound them out and then stuff them with stuffing and roll them up, and then um, I'm going to make some... Uh, gravy beforehand, and I always do that to make Thanksgiving easier. I'm going to, um, you know, because everything's cooked, and then you make the gravy, and everything's cooling off. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Or it's in the oven, turning into shoe leather, <laughs> you know, yep. warming, which <laughs> never works for me, but um, um, if it's meat, you know. Yeah. But, um, uh, no, it, mashed potatoes, too. Yeah. I don't care. They, oh, really? You know, well, uh, yes, you can put them in a, like a bain-marie or a double boiler and yeah. keep it with a lid on it and keep them warm, but they always get like kind of a hard skin on the top of them. Okay, so this is how I do it, and I really think it works. It All works right. for me for sure. We want to know. <laughs> or at least Inquiring I minds. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I make my mashed potatoes. That's pretty much, um, I'll make them an hour or even two hours ahead of time. So I make them in a pot that has a lid. And um, um, it's a thick bottom pot, and um, so, but and there's still a decent amount of room in there. I'm not like cramming them up to the top or anything. So I, I make them. I add all the butter and cream and season them just exactly how I want them. And I even leave the masher. It's a big enough pot. I just leave the masher right in there. I put the lid on it. It has to have a lid, and then I wrap it in like four bath towels, and it stays hot. Oh my yeah. god! So I just stick it off in a corner over on a bookcase. And um and and that totally works. I mean, it's it's not blazing hot, but but mashed potatoes are not blazing hot by the time I serve them. They're more than warm though; they're still hot. That's and so, great. And you're putting hot gravy on them. Yeah, yeah. So. And um, they don't get a crust. And then I've got the masher in there, and um, so I just you know stir them up again, make sure everything's seasoned right, and then serve them. Wow. And and that makes the day easier. Yeah, that's a great idea, and I will do it. Anyway, 
I mean, I'm not doing anything special for Thanksgiving, but I do mashed potatoes a lot. Yeah. And that is the thing with mashed potatoes is that I always do the order backwards where I make the potatoes and then I make the gravy. Mm -hmm. I'm al almost always making the gravy last because Me if too. you want pan drippings, mm -hmm. that's what happens. That's what you make the gravy from. Yeah. So um, just to make, I, I always just want to enjoy myself on a holiday. So to make Thanksgiving easier... I, I make a chicken gravy. I, I roast a chicken and I make a chicken gravy maybe weeks ahead of time because I freeze it. And then I use that, you know, like um, there's uh, instead of dry bouillon cubes, there's like pastes and there's a, yeah. turkey, a turkey paste. And I use that instead of chicken bouillon. I use the turkey paste bouillon. And um, that just makes it taste really good. But but chicken gravy works just fine on turkey. It doesn't matter if it's just plain chicken gravy. In the past, I've also roasted a little turkey and we've had it a few weeks beforehand and then I save gravy but um um there's I don't want to waste a turkey for yeah. somebody who needs a turkey right now yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um I made um piccata last night oh really it was really lovely I had some rockfish okay from a local fisher person and um I just did it as piccata, which I haven't done for a million years. Why don't I think of it? It's the easiest thing in the world, and it's completely delicious. Yeah. It's fast and delicious. Capers fix anything. They do. Including Capers and butter. My refrigerator, which still smells oh, like yeah, capers. Right. So savory. <laughs> <laughs> that was the great caper spill of 2020 or whenever that yep, was. Yep. But it got down in all the cracks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's forever. Yes, it sure is. Yay. <laughs> oh, man. I've had nothing but uh, re 2022 has been uh, the year of refrigerator maladies. Oh, but yeah. I think I finally have the oh, refrigerator yeah, that works. You've got like a repairman on retainer. Yes, yes, I do. And now the, the, he's coming back to deal with my dishwasher. But never guest, mind about that. A guest bedroom. <laughs> his, his little cot. <laughs> For when the job is really big. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Oh, that's okay. I ha finally have a re a having gone through two refrigerators. I'm so annoyed because I'm very old and I remember when refrigerators lasted 25 years. When they years. worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm going to have to get so. a caper-canceling candle. <laughs> well, let's see. Do they make those? You might have to go into biz. I'm pretty sure I could get somebody to. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a limited market. Uh, so um, I was thinking about stuffing because yes. I'm going to use stuffing on the inside of that roulade. Do you ever yeah. use chestnuts? Yes, I have made chestnut dressing. I've made oyster dressing. I've made, you know, I end up defaulting to um, a cornbread sausage often okay or um you know and put, throw in the the standard veg plus some apples and mm -hmm. whatever else i got laying around uh sometimes some nuts even do you like chestnuts i love chestnuts okay. yeah i don't know to me i think i'm i'm probably cooking them wrong they're just kind of i think it's a texture thing they're, they're just like little, little potatoes <laughs> yeah that's, That's what true. they are. Maybe if I didn't have nut expectations. <laughs> yeah. No, no, there's nothing nutty about them. But I, I do think that they're delicious, and I really like them hot, and I'm always thrilled when I'm in a place that has a street vendor with a hot roasted chestnuts for sale, which the last time was in Barcelona, of all the bizarre places. Oh, wow. But um, 
I do really, really like them. They are a lot of trouble. Yeah, a lot of know, work. Yeah, that you will not have any fingernails left <laughs> by the time you get them all opened up and all their little skins peeled off. But, have you ever um, seen them for sale locally? I don't think I have, but I, I no, haven't looked. I because uh, I have nut expectations. The only yeah right. <laughs> the uh, yes, I have seen them. I'm I take that back. I have seen them uh, for sale bulk at the co-op before okay. in the past. Okay. So I would check there. Um, but but I often will buy them, um, you know, in a cryo pack at Asian groceries have the have every kind of chestnut already peeled and in a can or okay. in, in a, uh, you know, a vacuum pack. Yeah. Um, so that all you have to do is uh, whatever you're going to do with them, you don't have to roast them and shuck them and all of that stuff because they are a pain mm -hmm. they are delicious but um you can eat a lot of them if you are eating each one as you shuck it then it's like <laughs> 10 15 minutes before you get another one <laughs> so are you thinking about chestnut dressing? no because i don't like them but i was just wondering if you liked them and yeah, i just because like they are so much work i remember going to somebody's house for chestnut soup once and i thought wow this must have taken an entire day no they bought the uh, <laughs> you you can rest assured that they bought the kind that are already prepped oh, wouldn't okay. you okay i mean to make soup you need a lot yeah right? yeah was it good no <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's a hundred soups i'd rather have you yeah, know yeah yeah so anyway sorry for talking bad about chestnuts so close to their shining moment <laughs> oh yeah that's right well winter is their shining moment oh, so yeah. what um are you thinking of in lieu of chestnut stuffing um you know i really like mushrooms and it's that time of year that we have just so many different mushrooms we available do. and so um that's typically the thing the star of my stuffing and so just a bunch of different mushrooms i just really like them and that's the thing about cooking you get to make what you like grandson you're gonna eat those mushrooms <laughs> and you're gonna smile while you do it <laughs> yeah that is the thing you know i mean if you really really want something particular that you're not getting you need to get yourself in the kitchen and make it yep, for yep. everybody yep. um it would be nice and yeah. everybody would appreciate it but <laughs> i agree i'm picking things every single day for so many reasons besides i love them mm -hmm. um, there's all those other reasons time constraints what's in the house mm -hmm. you know what needs to be used right away or else and mm -hmm. um so uh, so i made rockfish piccata last night and my husband is not really crazy about fish generally he loves uh lox and yeah salmon uh but you know he'd be fine if i never cooked fish it wouldn't he wouldn't go hey where's the fish yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh i just snuck it in there because it, i like fish a lot mm -hmm. so and it, it's really good i mean you put enough garlic lemon and capers and butter on there and why wouldn't everybody like it? So how did you do the sauce? Did you do like a bear blanc? What did you do? I just did. I didn't make any kind of a roux or anything. I just did. Uh, I just melted butter, tossed some capers in the pan, um, and, uh, and, and a whole bunch of fresh lemon juice and a little bit of zest and actually just 
cooked the fish right in there and added uh, some garlic as I went along, and that was it. Okay. I know garlic is not generally a classic thing you put in piccata, but it's really good with lemon butter, mm -hmm. lemon, you know, caper butter. Mm -hmm. So um, that's all I did. It I sounds really good. had it just with some basmati rice that I put a bunch of furikake sprinkled on top, and it was delicious. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> so... I just bought a butternut squash, and I'm trying. I love butternut squash, yeah. but I'm trying to it's think delicious. of something uh, um, exciting to do with it because I always do the same thing. I always either roast it or mash it or whatever, um, cube it up and put it in something else, you know. But you know how um, on the internet when they have pictures of things and then they I don't even know what it's called because I'm such a computer idiot. But when they just saturate the color so it's brighter. Yes. Oh, so And it just makes everything look so much more tempting. There was a, a salad and it was uh, roasted squash, um, cubes of squash, and then um, pepitos. The, yeah. And so those are green. And then cranberries and uh, um, some crumbled cheese, feta, I think. And it was just so pretty. Yeah. And it sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. And I found this recipe that I have not tried. But I wonder if you have ever um, done raw butternut squash in a salad. No, I, I mean I never even thought of it. I know, but and and it would be really a uh, project to deal with eating if you cubed it. But this is shaved. Okay. Um, and huh. and it's uh, shaved squash, and then it has a, a buttermilk dressing and pumpkin seeds and dates. So. Do you peel it? I mean, well, you must, I you guess. Know, you don't have to peel it if you're going to cook it, but I think I definitely yeah, would peel yeah. it if I was huh. going to eat it raw. And, in fact, it does say peeled. Um, and, and then there's lemon zest and lemon juice and olive oil, a little sugar, sea salt, black pepper, and then dates. I wonder if it'd be kind of like a carrot. I mean, I just wonder what it would be like. I, I've never stuck a piece of squash in my mouth, you know, when it was raw and thought, what's this like? You know what I mean? I wonder, I wonder. That's so interesting. I'm going to try it. Yeah. I mean. Uh, and it looks like it would be really, really pretty. Yeah, it is gorgeous. I mean, but then there is that, you know, professionally Color done. Color saturation. Yeah. And staged Trickery. by a food stylist. <laughs> Trickery. So. <laughs> yeah, I may try it and I'll let you know because I we don't eat a whole butternut squash in one sitting. Okay. So I'm going to take half of it and do that. It sounds like something like if you had a spiralizer, which I don't, but you know how they shave those curlicues. But yeah, it's all shaved really nice. It sounds like. Yeah, that would be really this pretty. Is, they're recommending a mandolin, which I don't oh, have okay. because I like all my fingers. So, yeah. well, I bet. I mean, you could just take a potato peeler and go yeah. on it because it would. Yeah. I'm sure be the same width. Yeah, exactly. Maybe even thinner. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> what else is going to be on your Thanksgiving menu? Um, I always do a lot of vegetables. And the reason is I like vegetables. Um, they do stay warm in the oven well. And um, they're colorful. So um, I always have carrots because I think they're really pretty. And um, I cut them diagonally into pretty thin discs. So, you know oblong discs and then I um, fry them in a fry pan so that they're almost burnt and um, mm. in olive oil a lot of pepper and salt and I really like those and even if I do those a day ahead of time and even just microwave them those are just fine and then I always have corn because it's Thanksgiving 
and then but I just I don't do it on the cob that's just a lot of work for everybody I just put it um, um, just in a bowl with some butter and salt and pepper and then asparagus and then usually um, Brussels sprouts too that um, I roast and then I, I put like a balsamic glaze on it uh -huh. sometimes I have bacon with them sometimes I'll just fry them in you know bacon grease yeah <laughs> but that's what my grandma used yeah. to do and so two green vegetables, one yellow one, one orange one. I think it's really pretty. It is. And, and then, it's delicious and great leftovers, too. Yeah. And then with the cranberry salad, all that is just a really, really pretty palette on the plate. And that matters to me. Otherwise, because if you have turkey and stuffing and potatoes, I mean, it's just really beige. You know, it's, it's just really, it is really so beige. <laughs> there's if no the amount only color is your plate yeah, itself. <laughs> and there's no amount of camera trickery that's going to make <laughs> that pretty, you know. <laughs> I want to quickly uh, say that Food Talk is a co uh, production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web. Uh, both organizations of which have fabulous websites. Please check them out, kmun.org and northcoastfoodweb.org. Uh, they're worthy of your time. They will yeah. reward you with lots of inf interesting information. Um, so there was something along in there that made me... Uh, you know, I stopped to say <laughs> something else, and now every thought, well, uh, that implies that there's really a lot of thoughts in there, <laughs> which is certainly oh, not the case. <laughs> oh. uh, there was something about vegetables, and I'll get back to that in the oh. meantime. Well, um, do you have any plans to make anything? I know that you usually don't do a big turkey, but I mean, you've got that recent information that your husband's not super fond of roast chicken. <laughs> Well, uh, that's true, but um, I'm probably not going to roast a chicken. I have been crock-potting a chicken every couple weeks because I have this ancient little dog with oh, a lot yeah. of uh, issues, and I just take a whole chicken, rinse it off really good, toss it in the uh, slow cooker with and cover it with water, and um, I do that before I go to bed. <laughs> Mm -hmm. turn it on in the morning it's like falling apart mm -hmm. and the bono the the bonus for the people in the house is that i get all of this great stock it really gelatinous mm -hmm. thick wonderful stock and schmaltz okay and when you said you were uh gonna that you sometimes do your brussels sprouts in um Bacon fat. Uh, bacon fat. I have been using schmaltz. Oh, it's so delicious. I mean, it it's so just delicious. second only to duck fat, you know? Yeah. So. Um, and they're very related. I'm using it up. Okay, and that's it's a nice really to good have idea. Kind of a thank you, Spud, my little dog Spud, for uh, <laughs> providing us with <laughs> stock and uh, Endless schmaltz. schmaltz. Yeah, it's nice. I've been baking. Yeah. So, um, you know, that the. Animal Shelter, Clatsop Animal Assistance has that big, big sale the 10th of December. And um, if you own an oven <laughs> and you'd like to contribute, it would be really nice. It it's goes for all the animals at the Animal Shelter out there by Costco. Um, dogsandcats.org, dogsandcats.org <laughs> is um, their website. And you can find out how to do it there. But um, I like to get stuff in the freezer early. And so this week I was making pumpkin rolls. So, you know, that you make them like a jelly roll, but it's pumpkin cake, and then you put cream cheese frosting in the middle. But, oh, I, I always forget just what a mess they are because in a, a rimmed sheet pan, you make a cake, and then you um, 
take a, a, a towel that doesn't, not a terry cloth towel, but just like a, a huck, a linen huck towel, and you put powdered sugar all over it, and then you have to get that cake upside down. Eh. And so the only way to do it is just to flop it, you know, and then poof. <laughs> I mean, just, <laughs> why do I even clean my house? Because not only is it dusty now, but it's that weird powdered sugar, sticky dusty. <laughs> yeah, the best kind. No, no. Do, only do, if you're do, a dog licking the buffet. <laughs> it's so hard to clean oh. anyway it's just it makes such a phenomenal mess um really really a large mess how and many did you make um i'm making six oh, yeah, so yeah, just yeah. to and then they freeze perfectly and they thaw perfectly so that's one reason i can make them ahead of time and then um every year i make some cookies uh, for thanksgiving i make turkeys and christmas i make trees and um i i make a fairly large cookie and then i cut out with like little cookie cutters parts of the inside like I've got a teardrop shaped one, so I'll cut that out on the feathers of the turkey. And I've got a round one for ornaments on the tree. And I fill that with hard candy. Um, just a, I, I pull the sheet, the cookie sheet out of the oven um, just a couple minutes before it's done. And then I, I put a piece of hard candy in there. You know, you got to break the hard candy up so you're not, you know, you get got to get something that's close to the size of the hole and then it melts and it looks like stained glass when it's done and I just you know if if any of you are sitting around with you know a lot of extra time and wanting to do some kind of complicated <laughs> bake <laughs> they turn out really pretty so let's see a show of hands yeah <laughs> count me out on that one I'll come to your house and ask for a co I'll bring the coffee oh yay <laughs> the coffee and the little dog oh my god my little dog <laughs> yay <laughs> I am very grateful to have him. I'm not saying that. I'm no, not saying anything about that. Um, I just, uh, you know, it's a project. Oh, yeah. As we all are when we get old and yes. needy. Yes. You're going to have to boil chickens for me one of these days. <laughs> and I will do it. Oh. But I'm older, so I'm sorry you'll be doing the chicken boiling. Oh. So um, speaking of baking, how was that for a segue? Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Have you noticed? Are, are you, have you noticed that there's like this fad these these companies that are springing up that make incredibly expensive cookies and yes. they mail them it's yes. it's the strangest phenomenon isn't it they they there's some kind of they create on social media or whipping young people into a frenzy they create some kind of a rich people into a frenzy i don't know some kind of cachet and then they they set out an email okay now you can order cookies and then they're sold out in like minutes and the cookies are like more than a hundred dollars a dozen. I mean, there's so much money. It's 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 such a strange, strange thing. It's yeah. really, really something. And new companies that are doing that keep popping up and popping up and popping up. It it so it has to be successful. You know, I've seen on you know social media people having parties where they get a dozen of these cookies and everybody tastes them. But it's such a a strange phenomenon. It is very odd, I think, and also. Uh People have a lot of discretionary funds, even in hard <laughs> times. Seriously, am I going to pay $10 for a cookie? No, no, no. I'm not going to pay, you know, $3 for no, a cookie. No, Bah, humbug. Well. Get out of my yard. It isn't that I wouldn't be happy to waste that money on something else, but not on a cookie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is an interesting thing. And I think it's, you know, it'll. I think it'll come and go. Yeah, I think it's. I thought very so too. I'm fatty. surprised how long it's been around. Yeah, 
like, you know, because it's been more than a month. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that there is someone I don't even know who, because I, when I'm looking at YouTube, I'm not on social media as such, but I do watch a lot of uh, food things on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And there are, uh, there is one person, I don't know who she is, but I can tell it's a female by, by her hands. Okay, yeah. Uh, who makes really fancy cookies that are uh, decorated to a really impressive degree yeah. with piping bags with teeny little, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it is really fun to watch. Yeah. I wouldn't pay a million dollars for that cookie. No. But I l do oddly like to watch it being done. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's mesmerizing. Yeah, kind of. It's, yeah, it's... Uh, Watching something being done that there's no possible way you could do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look how easy it is, the brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> you just cut there, of course. Anyone can do it. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy what we will watch. Yeah. Also. Um. I was wondering if you've ever tried a recipe from the back of a package of something. Well, uh, Toll House Cookies of comes course. to mind. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've tried, I've used the uh, cornbread recipe on the back of the Albers cornmeal, box of cornmeal. Okay. Um, those are the only two I think of. Uh, maybe I, I probably have tried a... a Oatmeal. I'm trying to think where I got the baked oatmeal recipe, but it might have been from uh, Bob's oatmeal package. I'm not sure. Yeah, Bob's Red Mill. They always have good recipes on the back of their packages. Yeah. And um, it it just occurred to me because I was uh, looking for a carrot cake, not carrot cake, a carrot muffin, like a um, morning glory muffin. Oh yeah, right, I love right. those, right? Yeah. Um, recipe, and there's one on the back of I think the whole wheat. Uh, um, Bob's Red Mill flour oh. package and I thought well yeah I should try this one because why would they put a crappy recipe on the back of their package yeah you know I mean for sure they're going to put something that's good on their package that's what I think yeah and, and so I've yeah they were their, really good you've been to their facility too I think no I don't you? think so well they have a huge test kitchen they are actually cooking their products all the time yeah and their recipes are good but yeah, yeah um, and so I was thinking it, I mean, it just makes sense. If you had uh, a product, you wouldn't slap a crappy recipe on it, you know. So yeah. I think I'm going to try more on the back of packages and see what I end up with. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And it's a starting point, too, which, mm -hmm. I mean, any recipe is a starting point, right? Yeah, yeah. in the end, you're going to uh, make it taste the way you want it to taste, or you're going to change something because you don't have that, but you're going to put this instead. And mm -hmm. um, Improvisational cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good thing to learn and to be comfortable doing. To know that you shouldn't put, you know, liquid smoke in place of vanilla, which <laughs> I've done accidentally twice now. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm so famous for the arson-flavored birthday cake. <laughs> oh, my God. Do, don't light the candles. Oh, my God. That's oh perfect. Oh, my God. That's tragic. I know. And well, the bottles look exactly the I same. Know, they Who do. knew, you know? <laughs> Not me, clearly. Oh, God. You need the <laughs> skull and crossbones on one of those <laughs> I know, I know. That was years ago, but uh, still I'm famous. Well. In the family. Rightfully so. <laughs> 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 we have a couple minutes left. Any? Um, do you have any other advice or tips about a big holiday family dinner for people? Um, you know, if you're having a really big dinner, like if you've got 25 people coming, 
Um, just do yourself a flavor, a flavor, (laughs) do yourself a favor and cook the turkeys the day before and just heat them up (laughs) seriously. But I mean, you don't have to, but, um, that my, my friend George is such a good cook and that's what she does. And it works great. It's a great thing. The, the only drawback that I can see from my perspective is having a refrigerator space to keep it in. Well, but it's so much easier because she carves it ahead of time. She's got it all sliced up and off and her carcasses uh, in the freezer, you know, ready to make soup, you know, after after, um, Thanksgiving. But she's got it all cut up and then she heats it up in gravy so it doesn't dry out and um, it works really, really well. That's great. Do you all hear that out there? That's (laughs) great. (laughs) We have to go, Linda Perkins. I'm so sad to say that, but it's true. Do you want to sing us out? I'm driving my vegetables. I'm driving my... No, I don't want to sing us out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that means we have another 30 seconds to talk. I'm very excited. <laughs> and Dri- anyway, you're busy cooking your vegetables. Yeah. Driving my vegetables around. I am driving my broccoli. Driving my cauliflower. Driving bushel of corn. Oh, a whole bushel of corn that's new. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I just made it up. I think it's improv. I thought it was time, but it wasn't. I didn't need to rush. (laughs) No, you didn't. We have a few seconds, but now we don't. So uh, thank you so much, Linda. See you in a couple of weeks. Everybody have a great Monday.